Hello and welcome to the Neat Glass Sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Whiskey Madness 2022, the road to the final pour. (laughs) A four-week-long blind tasting tournament featuring 16 whiskeys from around the world. I'm Scott and joining me as always is Ed. I mean, it's Whiskey Madness time, everybody. 16 whiskeys. Here we go. And owing to some scheduling problems, filling in as he did last year for Anders the Master Mixologist, and we're excited to have him back again, Gabe the Whiskey Sherpa. It's great to be back again. I just can't wait. I'm loving this new arena sponsored by the Neat Glass. Mm. I mean, we moved on from the Jackie's Crossing to this wonderful open air, which retractable roof with the retractable roof. That's right, the just like the neat glass, so you right. can take the top off, and it's actually wow. shaped like the neat glass, right? <laughs> it's, it's actually the top yeah. is like um, shaped up, and then there's a cap that comes down on top for inclement weather. This is awesome. I have to change my intro now. <laughs> I'm very excited. This is a great format we're trying out here. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of these whiskeys. And so, as it has been in years past, our venue remains mm, is the new miraculous whiskey tangent neat glass arena in delightful downtown Malta. <laughs> New Jersey. That's right. And the crowd here is simply overcome with a nearly fanatical anticipation. Because if you listened to our special announcement last week, you know that this year we've organized our brackets by proof. And today in round one, we'll be passing judgment on four 90 proof expressions and four 120 proof expressions. And of course, Ed's here to light the fuse on this flavor bomb by revealing which eight wonderful whiskey expressions will be warring today to make their whiskey madness wishes come true. Well, we put it to the selection committee to come up with a special lineup for you guys this year. I think the 16 most delicious whiskeys we've ever featured in Whiskey Madness. So the 90 bracket the top seed will be from buffalo trace eagle rare eagle rare some people like to hate on it because it was 32 dollars for so long mm. now you see it some stores 67 dollars, and that gets anger in people i don't think it's fair to take it out on eagle rare it's still a great 10-year expression it used to be a single barrel and i'll tell you down the road why it's not a single barrel anymore oh now the second seed comes from a family of expressions that are well known which is bullet, bullet. and we will be featuring mm. bullets 10-year bourbon mm, nice. as the second seed in this bracket and you know it kind of gets washed away from the hype of the barrel strength of the 12-year rye mm-hmm. or of course how we've always hyped bullet rye here sure third will be the new kid on the block king's county peated bourbon mm. probably the only bourbon in the tournament that will be right away identifiable when you taste it because mm. of the peated qualities to it though it's not like a smoky scotch and the only distillery in this tournament that we have not covered yet on the podcast right we mm. haven't talked about king's county at yeah. all and, but we of, will bit of a dark horse yeah wow. so and then the fourth seed unbelievably another buffalo trace the fact that we have two buffalo trays fact that you could find two <laughs> right and that they would let exactly. us buy and so the only rye of the bracket buffalo trace kosher rye yeah it's one that comes out really once a year, once yeah, a year for them yeah. and we were able to pick up and so that's the nine poop bracket eagle rare bullet tenure king's county peated bourbon and buffalo trace kosher rye right now in the 120 proof the <laughs> top seed <laughs> is a whiskey that's been making noise for a couple of years now 
Whiskey Advocates, former Whiskey of the Year, Larceny Barrel Proof, is our number one seed. Number two will be Barrel Dovetail, which many people count among their favorites. Mm-hmm. Other people think it's overhyped. We'll find out, won't mm. we? Third seed, uh, kind of a surprise this year on the podcast, 1792 Foolproof yeah. of the famed Portly Bat episode. <laughs> That's right. Portly Bat! <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> we found it to be absolutely delicious when yes. we had it so on air. That's why it made it. It was not on the selection committee's radar until it was. And then the fourth seat is the Heaven's Door Castrin from a company that has been an up-and-comer the last couple of years. This, yeah. is, this is owned by Bob Dylan, and they've been putting out really interesting expressions. It's certainly not a celebrity who just puts their name on the label. He's very intricately involved in the process. So top seeds, Larceny Battleproof Bourbon. Barrel Dovetail, which is a bourbon too, right? Well, it's, well, it's a, yeah, they it call a it a whiskey, actually. Right, it's not quite a bourbon, maybe? Yeah. They have so many things going on in their mixes. Yeah. 792, foolproof bourbon, and the Heaven's Door Castrenth um, straight bourbon whiskey, mm, right? Right. I, I got to tell you, that 120 bracket, that's going to be some tough calls right there. Whew, I know, there's right? A, there's some yeah. very good stuff in that bracket. Right, so we have some that are in saltines we're going to use to cleanse our palate to try to really give ourselves a chance to taste the differences. Our neat glass is going to allow a lot of flavors to come to us. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, if you haven't bought yourself a set of neat glasses yet and you're a serious whiskey drinker, go to theneatglass.com, order some glasses. If you put in whiskey tan, we'll get you 10% off your first order. Yeah. Oh, so what are you guys thinking about the 90 proof bracket? Any predictions about who might come out of it? I mean, I've heard great things about the Kings County Peated, but since we're going to know what it is, it's going to have to be really, really great. Um, I've been an Eagle Rare fan, so like, I definitely, you know, influenced the selection committee, I think. With, <laughs> you know, I submitted pages and pages of documents to the selection committee, <laughs> photographs, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. sales. Dick pics. Well, dick pics if it was necessary. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that based on paper, Eagle Rare should win. However, you can't tell me that the Buffalo Trace, Kosher Rye, or the Bullet Tenure don't have some elements. Now, the Bullet Tenure, I think, even though it's a second seed, which we gave it because it's a tenure, because of the hype of the company, mm-hmm. I think it probably deserved to be fourth, to be honest, based on mm. the fact that we don't really even know where it's sourced from. It used to be from Four Roses. Not that sourcing kills you because there's some really good sourced whiskey Yeah, because I can't wait till you pick it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, I, I want to be clear here that I like it. I'm just saying, based on Kings County, which is like a handcrafted product, and Buffalo Traces, Kosher Rye, which is also kind of a special expression, I think it's very dangerous. Mm. Very dangerous for Eagle Rare to be going against its distillery mate in the opening round. Yeah, this is the most eclectic uh, yeah. bracket that we have. We have a peated bourbon and a rye and two 10-year bourbons. Right. The other brackets might have a rye in it. Uh, I think the 120 proof is basically mostly bourbons. This one, and I think the selection committee was really smart doing this because it's 90 proof. Yeah. You need something special about your 90 proof right. in order to maybe play with the big boys. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm looking at the rankings now, and I could see where you'd want to have them face off against each other. Mm-hmm. The Kings County peated bourbon, I mean, that's an obvious star course there. It's a yeah. surprise, yeah. you know, contender to the game. I'm excited to try it. I've I tried the kosher rye, and then I've tried yeah. the Orea, but the, the bullet, don't think I've had that. Right. The, the name alone is worthy of a two seed. It's going to be a very interesting face-off with the four of them. And not that the selection committee is wrong, but if we had bullet tenure fourth, then we'd have two tenures going against each other, and then the two unique expressions would go against each other. Yeah. So, it is, you know, the selection committee does what they do. I, I don't think anyone's ever going to be 100% happy with the selection committee. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, the Not people, even us. Right. We bring in people from 
I mean, some was done over Zoom this year because of, you know, travel restrictions. <laughs> but, uh, right. right. This wasn't done just all willy-nilly. There is right. science involved in this process. Right. That's right. A lot of drinking and a lot of... <laughs> That's right. A lot of practice. Don't forget, we spend all year drinking and practicing just for this month. It's a true labor of love. <laughs> right. So real quick, oh, the 120 proof. I mean, I'm more excited about the 120 proof than any other proofing bracket right, right and, now. And the real controversy there was that the larceny barrel proof was a late addition based on the fact that the committee was actually able to find a bottle and buy it. Right. right. <laughs> and so when that was purchased by the committee, it immediately took the number one spot in the 120 plus bracket because yeah. of the hype that it had. The fact that we've enjoyed it on the podcast successfully. I know this is not the same one that won Whiskey Advocates Whiskey of the Year. I know it's not even the same one we enjoyed on the podcast last year. It's not. But it's still from that same recipe, that same great family over there at Heaven Hill. And yeah, so the, the dovetail, we love the foolproof. We love the Heaven's Door cast strength. I've had it once, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't really remember. I remember really liking it, but it's really going to be tough to beat that Larceny Barrel Proof. Yeah. I mean, could it upset Larceny? Of course it could. If we know anything from last year, every number one went out in the first round. All you got to do is listen to our barrel episode to see that we don't know what the hell we're talking about <laughs> whenever we do blind tasting. No, but I do want to say something about that because you can be assured that when we're tasting these blind we don't know which one is which oh, and sure. we mm-hmm. don't care which one wins we don't the goal of this and i think it's good that you brought up scott our rules for this is which one tastes better in your mouth today right sure we don't try to make one win what do you like better and when it comes to episodes, sometimes we're sloppy with cleansing our palate. For this one, we have water, we have saltines. We're really going to do a good job of making sure we approach each whiskey fresh Highly in our knee class. Yeah, we're serious this time. Because we really want to, to, <laughs> to come up with the right ones. And really, I have to tell you, there's very few wrong ones in the 16, field of 16 that we have. This is the toughest competition we've ever had. And I think you'll agree when you really start to see the names that come up, especially, I mean, as good as the 120 is, the two middle brackets. Oh, yeah. The Next 100 week. to 109 yeah. and the 110 to 119 are just spectacular. Yep. Me, me personally, I believe that the sweet spot of any a real good whiskey is that 100 proof area. Mm. Yeah. And I, I do have a feeling that some of them are going to come up on top in the finals. Well, I could, could be wrong, but well, there's a lot of good names in this brackets. All right. So Gabe's going to move over to the preparation area, the newly Neat glass sponsored preparation area. This this arena is glistening with newness. <laughs> it's awesome. The retractable roof, the sponsors' names everywhere. We have cheerleaders now. I hope they can take their tops off. <laughs> And we also wow. have a, we have a blimp flying over. It's in the shape of a cello. Gabe, you want to talk about who sponsored our blimp here at the Whiskey Tangent Arena? Right. The blimp uh, that's flying overhead right now, it's sponsored by Riccardi's Violin Shop. If you have a stringed instrument, a cello, a violin, an upright bass, and you need harp? some... Um, Harpsichord. Harpsichord, I maybe? I don't know if uh, my friend works on harps, okay, but okay. usually it's upright basses and Lutes? kind of cellos. If you have any kind of needs for your... Uh, Glockenspiel? No. Liar. Liar. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Riccardi's Violin Shop. What town is he in? He's in Sicklerville, I believe. Sicklerville. So anyone with a, you know, once someone who can refurbish your violins or your string instrument, he's a good friend of ours, and he's provided a cello-shaped blimp over That's the arena amazing. tonight. Amazing. I wish there was a giant yo-yo ma. <laughs> that would be the, <laughs> the only thing that would... <laughs> Yo, Ma, what's up? It's a wonderful thing. Um, yeah, so Gabe will go over to the resplendent preparation area and pour the drinks for us. You could 
try to play but you're never gonna beat me Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Muddy hands break through the chains, go free me Looking for change, looking for pain Pulling a mob, pushing a train I'll never stop, stick to a lane Pick up the pieces and go rearrange, I'll be the best above all the rest, put me to the test and Expect nothing less, you check as I'm chess, what's happening next year? He got the venom, a tangible weapon, no coming in second This life is a lesson, he got a new engine from pain that's a blessing New focus, no guessing, just bold an obsession All in his possession, you got the retention I'll leave an impression and take a redemption Just kill no discretion, your mind is a weapon 11-11, it's time for progression, oh! All right, Gabe is preparing the first two contestants in the 2022 Whiskey Madness. And Scott's going to tell you the rules. Right. So um, we have four tasting glasses, two marked A and two marked B. Gabe will pour one of the whiskeys in each glass A and then the other in each glass B and then hand them to me and Ed for tasting. Ed and I will indicate our final choices on the official Whiskey Madness 2022 scoring cards, hand them to Gabe, and he will read the results. If Ed and I agree, Gabe will reveal which whiskey we picked and declares that whiskey the winner. If Ed and I disagree, we'll go into overtime. Ed will pour for Gabe, who will pick A or B to break the tie, after which Ed will reveal the winner. All right. Really easy. (laughs) So, not really. The first round of the 90 to 99 proof bracket is going to have the second seed versus the third seed, Bullet Tenure versus King County Peated Bourbon. So, the Bullet Tenure Bourbon. We have long enjoyed Bullet Rye as our daily rye to use. It makes an amazing cocktail. However, it should be remembered that it also sips well-known, winning our inaugural Whiskey Madness mm-hmm. way, way back That's right. in 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so long ago. The 10-year bourbon is also a whiskey I've enjoyed for a while. The mash bill is 68% corn, high rye, really, at 28% rye, mm. and a 4% malted barley. It's a very nice drinking bourbon. Where I feel it gets kind of lost in the hype of the new 12-year rye and the barrel strength that's been really getting a lot of props, yeah. the 10-year bourbon has been kind of just like, oh, is it really that much different than the regular orange label bourbon? Well, if it pulls off this win and gets to go on to the finals of this bracket, I think it's going to send a message and just further legitimize the hype that surrounds bullet distillery and it's going up against probably the wild card in this whole tournament the king's county peated bourbon um what is a peated bourbon you may ask well i was what is it scott what is that what's a peated bourbon yeah well i'm glad you asked from their website they say it's a bourbon whiskey that conforms to the american requirements for bourbon but is made with malted barley that has been exposed to peat smoke a practice more common in scotch whiskeys Mm -hmm. in fact the malt we use for the peated bourbon was even grown and killed in scotland Mm. so it's a hybrid whiskey of the two traditions flavorful and robust from having aged in a new barrel with an added light smoky finish reminiscent of single malt if scotch and bourbon had a baby this (laughs) is what it would taste like and as far as we can tell ours was the first ever peated bourbon and will appeal to the adventurous whiskey traveler who has tried everything so its mash bill is listen to this 70 percent new york state organic corn very specific. Yeah. 15% Thomas Fawcett Golden Promise Malted Barley. Hmm. And then 15% Thomas Fawcett Concerto Medium Peated Malted Concerto. Barley. Wow. Concerto. Wow. Its proof is 90. Its age is only 14 to 24 months. Hmm. The price is 69 on their website, but I've seen it for less, like in the upper 40s even. I believe I paid around 70 for this. Did you? I did. All right. Well, I there did. you go. I, now, that was online with probably shipping and shit. Yeah. Distiller bottle owner, of course, is Kings County Distillery in Brooklyn, New York. We've never done 
the Kings County Distillery on the podcast, so I have one paragraph. Okay. Real quick. Kings County Distillery was founded in 2009 by Colin Spillman and David Haskell after changes were made to New York State law, thus becoming the first distillery to operate in New York City since when, Ed? Prohibition. Prohibition. In April 2010, they officially began production out of their 330-square-foot warehouse, which is smaller than the room that we're sitting in. Wow. And in 2012, the distillery moved to Brooklyn Navy Yard and installed copper pot stills imported from Scotland. Utilizing high malt mash bills, a small 10-gallon stills, narrow cuts of their distilled spirit, and lower barrel entry proofs, they sacrifice yield for flavor, and with their minimalistic pocket flask packaging, keep the focus on what's in the bottle rather than what's on it. They won a ton of awards, San Francisco World Spirits, American Distiller Institute, American Craft Spirits Association. I'm not going to go through them all, but they won a lot. The tasting notes, salt forward with rich bursts of pretzels, baker's chocolate, tannins and hard candy with a chewy finish of white pepper, leather and caramel. Very distinctive. There isn't another whiskey in this year's tournament that's going to taste like this, which may be seen as a knock since we're not really big fans of peated expressions. However, this could be this year's sleeper whiskey like last year's Corsair Dark Rye, which also had a unique mash bill, quick aging times and a distinctive taste. And it ended up winning the whole damn thing. This could be this year's Gonzaga. Yes. Out of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. So Gabe has poured the expressions and he's going to hand them to us. Handing over the ace. Mm. Oh, jeez. Oh, and just bang the microphone <laughs> yeah. stand. All right. We miss you, Anders. <laughs> mm. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, I'm getting traditional notes on the mm. nose. So I'm if getting, it's this is the peated, it hasn't hit my nose yet. Yeah, I'm getting light cherries. Okay, you can give us B now. Huh? Mm, the very All dark right. color of this one. Look mm. at the, how dark it is. Yeah, wow. I'm thinking you're going to know what these are. Yeah, mm. I figured out what that is. But we should say that the Kings County bottles come with, they look like 1880 medical bottles. They look the most basic labels. I love it. Like uh, yeah. It looked like somebody used a typewriter to just type them out. <laughs> yeah, they typed it on a sticker and they put the sticker on the bottle and that's it. There's nothing else. I have to say that the coloring this is drastic. Considering that I believe that the tenure is the lighter one. I'm, I don't know how they get this color. It's interesting to me mm. that the B smells a bit like a young rye. Yeah. It has that sort of um, vinyl-y quality yeah. that I associate with uh, young rye. And New York rye. And New York well, rye. Scott. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's something that you've picked up for a long time. This is a, a New York spirit, right? Yeah. So, you want to establish uh, what makes a New York rye taste the way it does? I don't know that we do. I don't know the way that Jersey tomatoes are better than California tomatoes. No offense, Callie, but it's right, just something in the something soil grows a certain way, and it just you know wild yeast or yeah. We've noticed this in Hudson, Hudson and Hill Rock, Widow Jane, a little bit, yeah, in some of theirs, yeah. Sweet corn, vanilla, cherry. Spicy, though. My mouth. So I'm, oh, yeah. There's a little bit. I think you both know what they are. I'm yeah. Chomping at the bit to find out who you're going to pick. Yeah. These ones aren't really hard to pick out. And we knew that. We knew that going in. This would be yeah. the one whiskey we could taste. It's the only one that has a different enough mash bill to stand out. Yeah. There's water for you there. I don't really need it. I mean, it. not for 90 proofs. So we don't need it. But <laughs> it might do something to it. Mm. <laughs> wow. That is different. You can tell the difference, but you know, once you start tasting them, you taste a little bit more than the normal notes that you might taste on a bourbon in A. It's funny. I'm looking over at Ed's face and we all know that Ed's not a big scotch guy. He's not a big smoke, not a big peat fan. I'm not, but. And it's showing right now on the uh, expression. No, it's curious. It's not nearly like getting a, you know, a Lafroy or an Ardbeg. It's not anywhere at that level. There's a hint of smoke at the end of this, which I'm not saying is necessarily off-putting. It's less smoky than it is 
leathery, yeah. I think. Interesting. Yeah. It really is subtle. And I think that's what, when yeah. you were saying in the intro, that bourbon lovers really like this because it is different and it's not very scotchy. Right. I mean, I see why people like it. It's complex. I'm yeah. not sure that I care for the finish. It's really good, though. It's really good. It's it's not really a scotch, and it's not quite a bourbon. Mm-mm. Right, because there's no rye in it. That's really interesting. It's 70% right. corn, but 30% barley, half of which is peated. I believe Ed's made a selection. I made my selection. Ed has made a selection. Okay. So, Ed, I'm going to do what I did on one of the ones where I know which one is which. Right. I'm going to close my eyes, yeah. and you're just going to hand me one, and I will sip it. And then you yep. hand me the other one, and I will okay. sip it. Okay. And then I'll pick one or two, and you tell me right. which one to write down since you've already picked yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting tasting them right, <laughs> one right after each it other. It is. It's what helped me make the decision. What's the second one? It's A. Second one is A? Mm-hmm. Not much of a surprise here. You both picked... A. And A was? The bullet tenure. Wow. Oh, bullet tenure getting by. Okay. And I know right there, if there's going to be controversy, there's going to be people out there going, <laughs> you picked bullet tenure over a complex, delicious $70 peated bourbon, one of a kind thing. We did. And you know what? I'm glad it exists. I will have a drink of it every now and then. But if I had to drink something every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to be the bull tenure. I went through that machinations yep. to have you do that because I knew what, which one it was and drinking them one right after another. I really just liked the finish. Yeah. That's of a. a. Yeah. When I did that also, I drank the Kings County yeah. and it was good. And then there was a finish, which I don't really like. And then I drank the bullet tenure and it was just sweet and cherry and on the finish. It was so yeah. good. And I mean, yeah. it actually was enhanced by the Kings County. It was. Like the Kings County magnify what was good about the bullet tenure. So wow. our first whiskey went down. Yeah. Kings County's out. The bullet tenure is advancing to the next round. And we're going to get ready for Eagle Rare versus Buffalo Trace mm. Kosher Rye. We are back for the second matchup of the 90 proof bracket in round one Eagle Rare versus Buffalo Trace Kosher Rye. And Ed's going to tell you a little bit about Eagle Rare. All right, so Eagle Rare is a bourbon I cut my teeth on. I was first learning that I liked some bourbons over others. A little bit deeper flavor than Woodford Reserve, which is my first bourbon. And it's less harsh than, let's say, Knob Creek. It allowed me to bridge the gap from like my beginnings to where I am now. And it's kind of hairy when you think about trying to get out there and pick what bourbons you like and try for the first time. And I was lucky enough to find an Eagle Rare for $30. I mean, I'm actually looked at tasting notes this week that said that were written in 2016 that said $29 a bottle was the MSRP. Mm. False. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> Though I have to tell you, I've bought it in the last 365 days for under 40, twice. All right. It's 90 proof. It's the Buffalo Trace number one mash bill, speculated mm. to be 75% corn, 10% rye, 15% malted barley, which is kind of interesting, I think. Well, it's aged 10 years in virgin American white oak. Mm. 
Um, Eagle Rare 10 year Kentucky Straight Bourbon has a sweet oaky nose and a full complex body, just like me. Mm. My body's fully <laughs> complex. Eagle Rare Bourbon. Is your nose oaky? It's okay by me. Um, so bad. Eagle Rare Bourbon 10 year is one of many Buffalo Trace products made from the lower rye mash bill number one, also including Buffalo Trace, each Taylor small batch, and Stag Jr. Unlike all the others, Eagle Rare carries a 10-year age statement, although there's a lot of rumors that it could be older, and I've seen evidence proven that some have had 13-year-old whiskey in it. Interesting. Now, in the past, Eagle Rare has been a single barrel, but that changed when it went from hand bottling to machine bottling, creating a chance that some different barrels might commingle. Oh. And as a result of that, Buffalo Trace does no longer put a single barrel on the label. But Interesting. Most of the bottles you're getting are still of a single barrel variety. Oh. I must also mention that, like other Buffalo Trace products, Eagle Rare tends to be hard to find as it flies off the shelves, mm. leading to occasionally inflated prices at some stores. Yeah. Can the inflated price be justified? Well, let's find out, <laughs> as it's got the top seed in the 90 proof bracket, and it's going to go against a very interesting distillery mate. Yeah, this is the Buffalo Trace Kosher Rye. The mash bill is undisclosed, but it is, of course, at least 51% rye. Correct. The proof is not the age is seven years. The price is about $40. The distiller bottle is Buffalo Trace in Lexington, Kentucky. The owner is Sazerac, the vampires. <laughs> right. uh, fun facts. We featured it and its brother, the kosher wheat recipe bourbon on our previous last call episode back in September. And we mm-hmm. both liked this one better. The tasting notes are mixed berries, oak, light citrus, rye spice with a slightly dry finish of strawberry cream, seasoned oak, and a flourish of heat. So this is a really interesting choice for the selection committee to have made because yeah. Buffalo Trace just doesn't make a whole lot of rye whiskey. Right. They have three Sazerac expressions, two of which are astronomically priced and you can't get them. And then this one. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And it's seven years age. I think it will hold up well against the two 10-year bourbons that we have yeah, in this yeah. bracket. Plus, because it's a rye and we liked it better than the seven-year kosher reader, I kind of like its chances against its distillery mate cousin, if you will, Eagle Rare. Well, I mean, being a one-off, they might put some more craft into it. You know what I mean? They're yeah. only making it once a year. Right. So though they are distillery mates, they have nothing in common. No. Mash bill. So Not really. It's just the fact that we have two Buffalo Trace products in here by pure chance and in the same bracket space only on Proofage. So the one versus the four, Gabe, what do you think? I think you guys are going to have a tough time with these two. They're very similar. I mean, I, we've tried them both, and I know the kosher has very strict right. ramifications right. of how they have to produce it. Yeah. They're both very good products, so yeah. I can smell a tie coming here. Yeah. I, I really didn't eat any bacon today, just preparing for this part of the uh, <laughs> the contest. That's the first day in seven. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're right, because th- this Buffalo Trace kosher rye isn't all that rye forward. Does that include Canadian bacon as well, Ed? Just to clarify. Yes, yes. Any bacon. Okay, I just yeah. want to make sure, yeah. which isn't yeah. really bacon. Well, ham. Canadian whiskey is barely whiskey to <laughs> it. So, <laughs> All right, that's what we're Sorry, like, Crown Royal. We're not here to hate in Canada. I like Shade. Crown Royal. We'll do that another time. All right, Gabe, All right. please hand us glass A. Glass oh, A. Now? Yeah, oh, please. Okay. That's what you're here for. I'm not getting paid. I know that. Mm. Mm. I know you drank a lot of whiskey off air. It's barely standing up over there. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my own too, and we all enjoy it. Yeah, in case we didn't mention it, Gabe brought 135 proof Elijah Craig to warm us up today. Right. I, I dropped some on Scott's floor, and I think the people below are wondering where the drip's coming <laughs> yeah, from. It's like, like alien like alien's blood. blood. <laughs> <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> all right, so I got A. I have no idea what it is. Okay, let's get the B over here. Has a nice, uh, sweet, fruity nose. Yeah, it's got a great nose. Yeah. Very similar in color. Holy shit. They smell very similar until the very end of the sniff. And I think 
B has a little bit of rye spice on it. Hmm. Okay, smelling. They're sniffing. They're nosing. Mm. They're, they're tasting. Man, I really like the smell of A. It's so fruity and delicious. What do you think, Ed? A has got a really complex flavor. There's definitely spice on it. On try. A? Yeah, I'm getting spice all over. You're not getting spice? For being only 90 proof, it's a lot going on there. Here, here comes the water dropper, just to proof it down a little bit. and Just a smidge. It's low proof already. I just want to see if it opens up anything. Sure. Yeah, right. so to me, A is very sweet and fruity, and B is sweet and spicy. It's hard. Ooh, this is hard. They're both really fucking good. I, just, I know. Can I, we agree on that? Yeah. I, I mean, we knew they're both going in. Yeah. I've, I've asked for a little bit more a second pour because <laughs> I drank my first pour, and they're just... Too similar and not surprising. This is too important. It's sometimes when I was talking to Gabe about this before. Sometimes when you just sip it as you're tasting mm-hmm. it and then take a, a larger gulp, yes, you get kind of different flavors. You get things that you might be missing when you're just you know parsimonious. Well, yeah, you got you got a mouthful and you're you're getting all parts of the, your taste buds in your mouth and you you're picking up stuff yeah, that you're not yeah. getting it with a little touchy sip. Plus, we're, we're highly uh, functional alcoholics and we need a good good <laughs> mouthful to really understand what we're doing. Science. I could drink both of these all day. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe not. You these are pass out around noon or one. <laughs> That's true. Day drinking makes you tired. <laughs> have, oh, a, have a coffee run too and start again. I mean, B came on strong, but now there's the, um, the finish. I'm not Ooh. sure. Like I kind of like A's finish better. Yeah. Okay. Are you close? Yeah. We're are st- you okay? They're mulling it over. It's uh, they're they're. I told you they're going to have a tough time with this. They're very similar. Ed's made the selection. Scott's not trying to look, not being influenced by what Ed just did. Yeah, I, I think I know which is which, but I'm not 100% sure. If I had a gun to my head, I think A might have been Eagle Rare. Yeah, and but, B is the rye. But, but I could be completely wrong. I can't believe how much spice I was getting from both of them. Yeah. All right. Which one did we pick? We have a tie. Okay, so we have a, we have our first. Uh, we have our tie. first tie. Ed picked A. Yes. Mm-hmm. Scott picked B. I did. B. A was the. What do you think? We thought, thought A was, was Eagle, Eagle Rare. Rare. He was Eagle Rare. Okay. Oh, and B was the Rye. And Scott okay. picked a kosher Rye. And he's a Rye guy, and I'm a Bourbon yeah. guy. So we, we definitely came down on our right side of the parameter. So let me switch with Gabe. Yep. We're gonna take a quick stop. I'm gonna pour for Gabe, and he's gonna break the tie. Overtime. Okay, so Ed has poured the glasses for Gabe and is handing them to him right now. Here's A, and here's B. Now Thank remember, folks, these are different, may be different than the A and B that Ed and I had. I just took a little sip of A, and uh, it, it's uh, it's good. It's sweet. It's it's. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's a bourbon. Okay. I'm going to taste a little bit of B. Okay. And now you're confused. And, and <laughs> that's what happened to me. Anything I just thought has gone right that's out the window. To I'm like, they're, is this the same are, glass? What I thought you guys were doing is now yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm really confused, and, and I'm not sure. That, one, that second one, the here's B. Your, here's your water. The, the, the B had some more heat, so now I'm thinking I'm starting to form a little opinion of which one's which. Right, right. It takes a bit. Take a little water. I'm mm-hmm. going to take one of Ed's saltines that he didn't drool on. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe I did. You don't know. Well, is it wet? Well, right. I licked all the salt <laughs> off them beforehand. So that. It wouldn't influence my taste. Right. No, they're just teens. Then you shouldn't eat teens <laughs> if you're not also a teen. Right. I'll be. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I cleanse my palate. Now, A is coming across. It's nice, but it's a little uh, weak. I'm going to do what Scott does now. I'm going to give him a glass of over to him. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes, do a blind tasting. All right. All right. All right. And whatever one you like best is going to be the winner. The glass number one, which Gabe doesn't know which glass that is. Right. And glass number two. 
Remember, each of Gabe's sips are at least 20% beard. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever he had for breakfast is influencing it. He's like, really got like a I'm, nice beard he's going like I'm tasting, yeah, He's like, he I'm does. tasting cinnamon bun. <laughs> I'm going to have for breakfast three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> the second one you gave me was the second one I initially tried. I'm going to go with the second one. That's the winner? I like the spiciness of it. I, I believe it's probably the Buffalo Trace, but okay. I, I like the flavor. So the second one that I handed Gabe <clears throat> was B, and B is... Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare wins. Wow. Eagle Rare goes on to the next round to go against the other 10 year. I, right. I would not think that was the Eagle Rare. And uh, wow, that was a close one. Our hats are off yep. to Buffalo Trace Kosher Rye for being one of the most difficult outs of yeah. the tourney yeah. so far. I, mm-hmm. And so two weeks from now in the Elite Eight, we're going to have top seed Eagle Rare take on the second seed Bullet Tenure, which I guess is legitimized. It's yeah. a seeding because there it is, one yeah. versus two, which if you listen to us last year, you know, one versus two is a very rare occurrence <laughs> here. And now the fact that that's happened for the first bracket, I wonder if it's going to happen oh. for any other ones. Oh, who knows? So Eagle Rare, I think, has legitimized itself from some of the haters out there who think it's just overhyped. Yep. And not at all. it's not, remember, there's a difference between overpriced and overhyped. Mm. Okay. And that's the way I look at it. So we're going to um, clean our glasses and wiggle our asses, and we'll be back here for the uh, next bracket, <laughs> the 120 plus. We're going to have to eat some food, get some foundation. Yeah. Because this is where the big boys play. Time to carve it up. I love the chase and the hunt and I set the pace when I'm running I always take what I want and I always give it 100 Don't need a bank, no I'm funded Play the game like it's nothing I'm always thankful for something Don't take for granted, stay humble Thanks Okay, everybody, we're back now for the next bracket, the 120 proof and above. <laughs> and first up is going to be the number two seed is the Barrel Dovetail. And it's going to be taking on the upstart 1792 Portly Bat Full Proof <laughs> number three. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Barrel Dovetail. I'm going to tell you all about it. The category is a finished and blended whiskey. Its proof is 123.8. Its price is about $80. Its age, mash bill, and source distillers are described as such by Barrel. 10-year Indiana whiskey finished in Dunn Vineyards Cabernet barrels, an 11-year Tennessee bourbon finished in blackstrap rum casks and late vintage port pipes. The blender bottle owner is Barrelcraft Spirits of Louisiana. Louisiana. Louisville, Kentucky. I was going to say, what? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, where, what happened? <laughs> Fun facts. We featured various finished expressions from Barrel, including this one on episode 31. Then again, on last month's episode 51, where we failed spectacularly in a blind tasting to pick out bourbons that we had just tasted unblinded. So if that doesn't tell you that we are unbiased in these whiskey madness tastings, I don't know what will. <laughs> also, spoiler alert, we will have two more Merlot expressions we'll be featuring on our last call episode next month. The tasting notes for the Barrel Dovetail, which we thought it was fucking delicious, mm-hmm. like a wine and rum cocktail with notes of sticky, sweet, dark fruit. Oh, yeah. Brown sugar. Oh. Spice. How come you taste so good? Oak and buttery toffee. Mm-hmm. Ed, who's it going up again? Well, 
I mean, after that lofty, bougie a pedigree, the 11-year-old hand-stirred poured through the brazier of Raja of Welsh. And no, the... Oh, Rekka Welch? Yeah, oh, now you're Rekka Welsh brazier through Marilyn Monroe's panties, the ones that got blown up over the grate. So the 1792 foolproof will be taken on. It's alcohol proofing of 62.5 for a total of 123. That's 125, 125, I think, isn't it? 125, like I said, Scott. 125. False. Whatever. We've had a lot. You're close. And we're about to get to 120. There's no excuse for me not being able to count. I haven't had that much. That's true. So unlike that mash bill, this mash bill is exact. It's 74% corn, 18% rye, 6% barley, aged 7 to 8 years in virgin American white oak cast. So it's a much more traditional expression than barrel, Mm. but it really performed well when we tasted on one of my favorite episodes of the year as we've been over the Portly Bat episode. Gabe is here for that one? That was a classic Mm -hmm. episode. Well, Gabe is the one that coined the phrase Portly Bat. He will be ever famous for that. And (laughs) it's a good thing he already had Whiskey Sherpa as a nickname because that might have been his. (laughs) That might be my tattoo. Actually, right. might be my official whiskey tangent name. We'll put that on your jacket. We're not putting the word portly on my jacket, except on the interior label. That's already there. <laughs> it's already there. <laughs> the size of your jacket just implies it. <laughs> it's like, right. And there's nothing less bat-like about me than me. Well, you, are, fir- you are leathery. Um, I'm more like a beanbag chair. The first sip brings a burst of caramel, cinnamon, baked apples, clove, nutmeg, and vanilla, but I'm also cuddly, and chocolate, followed by oak, licorice, citrus, and bubble gum, which I never got the bubble gum. They always have to throw some shit in there just to piss me off. Well, About halfway through it, it becomes kind of appley. The 1792 foolproof single barrel has a toned down but similar oiliness to the E.H. Taylor barrel proof and the George T. Stag, which Scott and I just got to try last month. Yeah. I'm not saying this is George T. Stag, but we're saying for what we got this for, which, by the way, should have been around $45. You can normally find in the store for around $55. We got this on sale, this particular bottle, for $35.99. This is maybe the best whiskey bargain we've had in 2021, Scott. Absolutely. I think what happened was local grocery store, if you go back and listen to the Portly Bat, we explained where we got it. They kind of overbought or... People just kind of sleep on it, at yeah. least in this area, and they had so many, they had to mark it down. That's surprising. So when they marked it down, yeah. it was, I think Siobhan told us, and I went and bought two more. Yeah. I think she went and bought two more, too. I mean, honestly, it's all they could do not to buy four more. To get this for $35 is ridiculous. Yeah. So what do you think of the matchup? I mean, I got to tell you, I think Dovetail's got its hands full. 1792, foolproof. It's got a lot to offer. It's got a lot of character, and I love Dovetail, too. And I don't think we're going to have a problem figuring out which is which, but then again, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, the proofs are 1.2 uh, degrees of proof right. a difference. That's not going to help you. That's not going to help. But I think what will help is the finishing that the barrel Dovetail has. I mean, the port pipes and the blackstrap rum, the Cabernet barrels, I, like there's so much finishing on this. Yeah. That's going to distinguish it from the Bartons, but the Bartons is amazing. Yeah, and so we'll see how they match up against each other. So Gabe's ready to hand us the A. Yeah. Color is dark. Oh, my God. Mm. The nose is so powerful. Let's get the Bs, please. I got to say, these two are uh, they're, they're both very distinctive in their own way. Mm. Like, Barrel does not do anything wrong. In anything they've put out, it's always distinctive, always different. and uh, Always good. Yes. Yeah. And I, I got a feeling this is going to be a really tough one for both of you. 
Yeah. I'm really relying on the neat glass right now to diffuse the alcohol, which is present in these. Mm, definitely. I'm, I'm giving a light swirl, and then I'm really trying to stay in the middle of the cylinder to let the unique glass with its scientific design diffuse the ethanol out of my way so I can really smell what's there. Yeah, the Bartons is the highest proof that we have in this tournament. At 125. You guys distinguishing which is which by the nosing? No. no. Really? No. That's no. surprising. No. Did you taste sure. them yet? I did. I took a okay. very small sip of both. Right, because taste- you're already putting water in them. Well, I tasted them in their neat form because I wanted to establish it, but I know that at this type of heat, I can't approach them at 125. Mm. It's just my palate. God, A is just fucking fantastic. Oh, my God, Scott. This is so hard. B, this is, this is such a thankless job. It doesn't taste exactly the same, but it tastes exactly no. as good. Uh, so they're both very sweet and fruity. B has more of a woodsy, oaky finish to it. You're going to be cutting here because I'm taking my time with this. This is too hard. <laughs> I, l- I love watching you guys struggle when I know what's his witch and how you're uh, describing them. Siobhan is here making an appearance. And she's leaving. Goodbye. Siobhan has left the building. Siobhan has left the neat glass arena. Actually, she's shutting the door because it's very windy today and it's blowing open my door. Well, that's because the neat glass arena is a topless arena. Right. <laughs> it's a topless no, arena. She's right. been in the uh, in the VIP box. She just and Siobhan is topless. She isn't yeah, actually. Which is rare because she was eating in a brawl earlier, I read. So. <laughs> So, so she didn't know. And, right. I, and when, we, when we talked on the phone, I was naked. She wasn't. Oh, I don't know that. She okay, might have. You know what? Quickly, Let's get, get, get the business at hand here. We're trying well, to taste whiskeys. I'm with that until we had someone enter the room. So I'm just being polite because right. I got yelled at before. You're stalling. We're not stalling. We're tasting. Whatever. There's a difference. Oh, yeah. You're splitting hairs. Mm. <clears throat> it's hard, but I think I'm leaning to, towards one. I'm going to put some water in them because yeah, I didn't do that yet. Water. Oh, yeah. You H2O. definitely should do that. That yeah. changes the whole game. Aqua. Have a cracker. I'm getting an idea who's going to pick what. And while you're still tasting, yes. I just want to say I want this to count as that episode for me. <laughs> on the microphone, and you guys are supposed to be done at 10 o'clock. Oh, that's uh, fine. We were. Except but, this isn't an episode. It's not an actual episode. But it's an appearance. Has this podcast ever finished an episode on time? I mean, never. We've been never up till 2 or 3 in the morning arguing over heavy metal. Uh, mm. We're not going to rehash that, are yeah, we? No. 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 Hey, did you uh, submit? I mean, it was Give tough, me. but at the end of the day, one was consistent all the way through with water with without water and uh this is like a 98 and a 96 you know what i mean yeah. it's like we're in that range so the uh, results are in and yes. it is unanimous oh, oh high five right. both of you picked a which what do you believe it was i have no idea i think it I actually honestly... might have been the 1792 Ding. Oh, my oh, the upset. God. The first upset of the tournament. Are you kidding 1792 me? 1792 moves on. The barrel, as good as it is, is wow. has wow. been eliminated. So that's great. Barton's just keeps keeps performing. Wow. I was trying to give B a chance because yeah. I super, was super. I really loved A so much. It was so that complex. I, was, I put water on it. I was trying to taste it separately with the water in between. And Do you think because of the, the barrel's complexity and uniqueness of every bottle it puts out, it kind of altered your decision? I, I mean, it could be a maybe a different dovetail would have won, you're saying, but the 1792 foolproof is just a spectacular yeah. expression. Like, yeah. I feel like there's some components of dovetail which might detract from the overall flavor as some of it really 
pushes it up. Right. While the 792 was just everything they said in the flavor profile, it's a caramel and the cinnamon and the baked apples and all that came up. It's yeah. just a delicious traditional bourbon expression. And yeah, good for it. So uh, the third seed is moving on. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean, Gabe. Like every time they put out a dovetail, it, it's going to be tiny different. They are trying to sort of aim for the same sort of flavor profile. Yeah. But, but you know, hard. so is 1792 foolproof and their single barrels are going to be a similar thing. So I don't think that's that much of a, I don't know, X factor in this, but a moves on. There you go. And listen, if you think that we're on crack right now, that's fine. <laughs> WhiskeyTangent at gmail.com. Hashtag you guys are on crack. <laughs> Dovetail blows 1792 foolproof <clears throat> off any day of the week. That's fine. And can right. I buy, and can I buy some? Right, Instagram. Um, yeah. Right, you can hate at us. Whiskey Tangent. You can hate podcast. us on Facebook. You can hate us, and and hopefully soon you'll be hating us on Reddit. I'm working on that. Okay. <laughs> and once again, our, my remember my ultimate goal is to have an entire website dedicated to hating us. That's and, when I know we've made it. And also Gabe. And get right aside. <laughs> well, what's mine? I already have that in. That's me. Oh, it's right, already right. it's already there. Boogabe.com. There's nothing to hate about me. I'm an awesome that's guy. True. Right. That, that's so true. Right. All right. So we'll be back for the last tasting, the Larceny Barrel Proof. Versus Heaven's Door cast strength. Get up, nah, I ain't a quitter. Toss me the ball, I'm a really big hitter. Big picture, I'm a straight killer. Rising the song to the highest bidder. Got juice, got gas, I'ma move fast. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last. Yeah, it's a new me, never gonna look back. Only I can make a change. Slowly take a step today. I will never be the same. Cause that's what it takes. All right, so we're back for the final matchup of the evening. Woo! Round one's almost done. 1792 foolproof with the upset. And now we're coming up on the number one seed, Larceny Barrel Proof, yes. going against the Heaven's Door Cast Strength Single Barrel. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if Larceny loses, there's going to be some pretty ups. There's going to be pretty ups. We might actually delete the whole thing and re-record it. <laughs> no, so you'll ever, never know if this is real. you no, never know. We would never do that no. because, trust me, we've seen many of our favorites crash and burn here. So, uh, yeah. Scott, so Scott, tell us about the uh, Larceny Bioproof that we have here. Yeah, this is absolutely the top dog of the tournament, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> The category is a weeded barrel strength Kentucky straight bourbon. Its mass bill is 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. It's and 100% awesome. <laughs> its proof is 122.6. Its age is not stated, but it is purportedly six to eight years. Its price, MSRP, is 50, but its secondary market pricing is, Ed? Uh, 110 when I bought it, but if you get it for under 100, you're winning. Yes. Its distiller bottler is Heaven Hill of Bardstown, Kentucky. The owner is the Shapira family. Fun facts, we featured this on a whiskey short release last summer and absolutely fucking loved it, immediately vaulting it into our top five whiskeys of all time. Absolutely. And everyone else's top five too, apparently, because it's exceedingly hard to find. Also, they release only a limited number of bottles three times each year, and their batch numbers are secret codes. So the letter A, B, or C tells you which release it is the first number tells you the month and the last two numbers are the year the virgin we the virgin 
<laughs> Hello. The version, Not in this room. <clears throat> the version we tasted previously was the A121, which was the January 2021 release. But today we have the C921, the September 2021 release. The tasting notes for this release is a vanilla base layered with black cherries and dark maple syrup with a long and potent finish of dried raspberries and molasses. Mm. Ed, who's it going up against? So Heaven's Door Calf Strength Single Barrel Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is got a really interesting mash bill, 80% corn, 10% rye, 10% malted barley. Its proof is 124.6, so it's just coming in under the 1792 proof as the hottest whiskey in the tournament. Yep. So when I was in a place called the Riverview in Burlington, talking to Adrian, the owner there, he's a whiskey guy. I said, listen, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Pour me something special you know, that I'm going to enjoy. It surprised me. And so I came back and I drank this whiskey in front of me. And it was, I think, one of the best whiskeys I ever drank in my life by far. Wow. And I reacted to that. I said, well, what is this? This is incredibly special. It turned out to be the Heaven's Door Boot Hill, 23-year-old, mm. aged in... <sighs> Mizunaro Oak, Yeah, I think. Japanese Mizunaro. Yeah. Right? And so it was $600 a bottle. Ooh. And he was nice enough to give me a dram of that. And that's the type of guy he is. If you're ever in Burlington, the Riverview, you can't go wrong to go there for dinner or just for drinks because their whiskey lineup is spectacular. Actually, the four of us are going right now. Right. All right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> So I'm not saying that the Heaven's Door's Calf Strength single barrel is in that realm, but it's from the same distiller that brought you that. So that's the type of quality that they're trying to put out. Um, This was much more reasonable. This was a store pick from Benash that was $60. It was distilled in 2015, bottled in 21, so it's only about six years old. And they're saying it's a delicious, bold spirit. Similar to the Larceny, age-wise. Yes, yes. All right, so... Like I said, the Larceny Barrel Proof. Of all the whiskeys in this tournament, I think this is the one to beat. And I say that not having tasted this exact expression of the brand, but here's what's really interesting. The release that I just said that we absolutely fucking loved, the yeah. 8121, is actually considered to be the least popular and least flavorful of all of their releases. Right. But the one that we have today, the C921, well, Breaking Bourbon sums it up like this. The final release of 2021 will make a lot of fans of the brand happy, staying close to its wheelhouse, but not afraid to let in a few surprise flavors batch c921 finally gets it right excellent intensity packed with complementary flavors that are a mix of new and old gives the sip some much needed spirit (laughs) it finally did what previous batches didn't it wowed me from my initial sip to my last every time it was the melding of its flavors in conjunction with heat and intensity which makes this batch the best batch of larceny barrel proof yet mic drop so heaven door you got your work cut out for you partner so you ready heaven's door we're gonna pick you <laughs> i see this one being a slam dunk i think i know where you both are going to be heading but nobody can fuck this up better than us Gabe. <laughs> we've done it before this should be a slam dunk for us too we're talking about larceny is one of our top five all-time whiskeys that we drank and remember we drank 110 whiskeys the last two years this is the one that i've been most excited i'll tell you with a neat glass hardly any alcohol on the initial yeah. smell of this of a a just comes across as nice and sweet yeah. Oh, the color of Jesus, the color of they're both so dark, aren't they? Yeah. They're very similar looking. I'd be hard pressed to tell them apart. Looks like a nice shiny penny in both those glasses. I agree with you, Gabe. Yeah. Very coppery. Yep. Are you amazed at how little alcohol is present in the neat glass? It's yeah. just amazing. It is an amazing glass. I mean, these are both over one twenty and my nose is fine. It's not been burned up. No. These are amazing. Okay. I'm gonna taste them. Well, I mean, I've, they smell really similar. Mm-hmm. They really do. All right, so you can't smell the proof, but you can definitely taste it. Oh, yeah. 
What was the privileges you got on both of these? Uh, the Larceny is 122.6, and the Heaven's Door is 124.6. Oh, so they're both close. Yeah. Mm. I honestly don't know which is which, because what's interesting is I have actually tasted this Heaven's Door, but only once, and I don't remember it. And this C921, we've never tasted. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like Nelly Furtado. I'm so cursed, I'm torn. No, it's... Uh... <laughs> You're thinking of Natalie and Brulia. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I'm so something I'm torn. I'm so sad I'm torn. Who knows? I'm going to cut all this. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> if I'd gotten the lyrics right, we would have kept the, it in. And the artist right, or any of it right. Or any of it right. <laughs> <laughs> now you've made it funny. Now it has to stay in. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Oh, something is stuck. Yeah, forward. something struck. B really hit mm-hmm. me nicely. There's a little bit of um, a harshness to A. Not mm-hmm. just not in heat, but in a little bitterness. Yeah, on the finish for A. Yeah, that finish. doesn't exist in B. B's finish is coming across lovely. I have, I'm going to add some water now. More bitter Gabe, than me, Gabe. No one's more bitter than you. Thank you. Mm. When Gabe makes a Manhattan, he just sticks his pinky in. He doesn't even need any Angostura. By the way, Gabe. <laughs> by the way, Gabe, your beard is very impressive today. Do you curl that? Like, what do you do with that? Uh, nothing. I wash it and it comes up naturally. It's, it's almost ZZ top level. Almost. <laughs> it's getting there. I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm going to let this go for yeah. a while. I think it's time to get our YouTube channel up to just to show off Gabe's beard. <laughs> and we can, then we can sell like beard. I've actually, beard I've been t-shirts. going through like the, uh, the pharmaceutical stores looking for product. I can kind of oh, yeah. work it, it in and, your beard, and soften it. Beard oil and all? You yeah. should. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. I am Dude, gonna... don't, don't work too hard. Olive oil will do it for you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Look at the color of them now. Oh, olive oil, really? Yeah, sure. Oh, shit. You got more pores? You know me. He Jesus, asked, he, he fucking... He asked nicely. And he fucking double poured it. Damn, bro. Hey, man, it's the last one of the night. I'm going for it. You want some more, Mr. Scott? Well, yeah, but I have plenty to assess, I think. They put the ass in assess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like serving up fastballs. Swing oh, away. Thank you, Gabe. <laughs> Scott knocks it out of the park right. again. I got some more pours so I could put water in it and kind of like without... Because I didn't have a lot left to yeah, put shit, water. Did I even put water in these? I don't mm. think I did. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's a good tone on that, Siobhan. Good tone. Mm. Oh, man. God, this is just the best thing. Guys out there, do this. Knock, you knock, can build a whole night around this. Do door. your own Do your own whiskey madness. Anyone can do it. Yep. If we can do it, then trust me. Yeah, it. we're a bunch of morons. You, I mean, the oh, harp, listen, shit. here's what you do. You get four buddies. Each one brings four bottles and you're in. Yeah, that's it. Sure. Bob's your uncle. If you have to pay him, pay him. We can't all be as lucky as we are with having great friends like we all do. Right. I, I, think I got I've, it. I think I've decided. I, I got okay. it. Okay. I've decided. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> Thank you, Ted Knight. You got nothing. I like it. All and right. Here comes the, the last decision. Oh, of my God. Evening. I'm so nervous. You can cut it with Drum a knife. Roll. One of Scott's drum rolls that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> we have a unanimous oh, decision. Okay. Both of you picked B. B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And B is. We're going to hold it up. Larceny! We got it right! 
right for once. Larceny bow proof. Not much of a surprise here, but that's yeah. what I thought you were guys were going to It was delicious. Ed, what you said, the, the A finished a little weird, a little harsh. It didn't have the extra boost, the extra sweetness. Yeah. The extra character, I think. Yeah, B was B all the way had. through. Yep. The palate, the finish, the best thing we drank tonight. Oh, absolutely. Kind of sad there wasn't a tie because I do want to try something. Uh, well, and I'm going well, to. No, You're not stopping me. No. <laughs> Don't try to stop me. It's only in a tie, Gabe. Go in your closet. <laughs> but get my, there right now. My, my gimp suit's at the cleaner. Yeah, right. Oh. Right. So, Siobhan, get your gimp suit. She wears it under her clothes. She already has it on. Right, she, right, has, she, she just needs a hood. Oh the gimp ass. Took off her jacket and it's all leather. <laughs> She's like Catwoman. Any moment she can, oh, oh. <laughs> she can go right out the window. And she brought the whip out, too. Save oh, my God. Look at oh, that shit. thing. Oh, she's about oh, to whip it in the head. She's got the whip out? Okay. That's all the time we have for tonight. <laughs> it's actually it's a cat of nine tails. <laughs> Little metal spikes at the end. All right. Wow. So, right. like, yeah, Ed, so, sum it up for us. So what the winners, today? The winners of uh, each round, the Eagle Rare, the top seed in the 90 bracket, won over the Buffalo Trace kosher rye, and then the Bullet Tenure defeated the Kings County Peated Bourbon, the 1792 Foolproof upsetting Dovetail as a three upsets a two, mm. and moves on against what should be, based on their flavor profiles, a very interesting final for this bracket, the Larceny Barrelproof defeating the Heaven's Door Cast Strength Single Barrel, and I have to tell you, the 1792 Foolproof was delicious today, and if it wasn't the Whiskey Madness, I would taste them both right now for my own curiosity, but we will find out in two weeks which of those comes out better and can the 1792 foolproof keep its magic carpet ride going as of now we have a one and a two through in the 90 bracket we have a one and a three through in the high proof bracket right so we only had one upset only one upset yeah honestly all four losers are amazing you could take them to the nit right now and they'll win <laughs> <laughs> and so next week yep. come out as we're going to have the 100 proof bracket and the 110 proof bracket yep I was most worried that I wouldn't pick Larceny just from a personal ego standpoint because I like it so much. And I have to tell you, it came through like it should have tonight. It really did. Heaven's Door was a delicious whiskey, but if this had been an actual college game, it would be like 110 to 72 right now. Like kept it close in the first half, you know, like <laughs> yes. like like 45, 40 at half, and then totally and agree. then Larcy just blows the doors off in the third quarter. Uh, like, yeah, early on you were yeah, very leaning set, towards the first uh, step they're both complex. And, yeah. And once again, mm-hmm. I got the Heaven's Door for 60. I got the Larcy for 110. Yeah, almost so, double the price. So now. for f- some people who don't want to spend 110. If you want a good drink, the Heaven's Door oh, is sitting yeah. there at right. $60. Go get it. Right. That's a good thing to say because in years past, we had priced all of our whiskeys under $60. And then this year, we just did it by proof. And yeah, we said, we, well, forget the right. price. That's why we're so excited because <laughs> there's so many good whiskeys in here. So. One day, we'll put Angels Every Rye up against everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah that, right. It's never uh, been in, right? No, it's never, never been, been in. Never been in. Nope. So round one's over. Tune in next week as we have round two, which will introduce eight new whiskeys to you. Mm. And then the week after that, we get into the Elite Eight, yep. and then the Final Pour, and the Championship after that. So it only gets better from here. <laughs> For a Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Gabe. I'm there we go. Cheers, everybody, and do this at home. Yes. Later. Stop what you're making. Everybody here knows that you just fake it.
Woo!